Hi everyone, welcome back to Phoenix Podcast. We hope everyone's had a good Christmas and a happy new year. Cue the jingle! We apologise for the delay in the episodes, but we are back with the first episode of the decade. Whoa! Ooh, yeah, baby! That's, that, that's, that's quite a... I think we we set the what what would you call it? We set the the standards for the next ten years. Oh, definitely, very high. No pressure, no pressure. So we uh, we know it's been assessment time for everyone lately, and we've wished you all the best from from Phoenix Records. Uh, we've had a lot to deal with ourselves. Oh, it's very stressful lately. Very stressful. We've not really had a Christmas break, have we? No, it's been a bit rubbish, really. Work, I've work, enjoyed work. it, but. Like there was only a few days I've had off myself, literally. Oh, no rest for the wicked, as you say. No rest for the it's wicked. It's had to be done. It's had to be done. Uh, yep, precisely. Uni deadlines creeping in, and the pressure gets even worse. Mm. <laughs> Three presentations next week. Uh, don't, don't. <laughs> so uh, we haven't got our friend Jamie on today, uh, but he will be back soon, hopefully. Uh, but we have got a special guest on. Whoa! <laughs> Get in. Uh, it's one of the Jordans from a local duo called Jordan Two, and if you don't know them, you will after this episode. Uh, they're a local tech house producer, DJ around Stoke on Trent and the surrounding area. Yeah. So, uh, Jordan, introduce yourself, like. Right, uh, I'm Jordan Forrester. Uh, I'm one of uh, Jordan Two. Um, we've been playing in Stoke for the past three years now, three, four years. Um, we supported some of the big names in the industry. Um, and yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jordan, come on. Some of the gigs I've seen you play at, you got more talk about than that. Oh, yeah. Hi, Pete. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> so, I'm going to ask you a series of questions. Yep. And, uh, just just elaborate on them basically so so what what's when i say best gig what's your best gig what you've played at and what's your best gig you've been to oh oh so um right the best gig i played at was probably my first gig at the sugar mill played in the main room because that was something that i've always wanted to do and it actually happened so that was a bit so that's been a, a, a goal of yours yeah, for quite yeah. a while and actually achieving it and being up there was a bit surreal. Uh, it's, it's pretty good, really, isn't it? Yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. was uh, about 12 months ago now. And I've, I've been those gigs, so I know yeah. how rammed it gets. Yeah. It's really busy. It was Michael Beebe and Max Chapman. Michael Beebe? He was here recently as yeah. well, wasn't he? Yeah, he played at Spode in October this year. Yeah, yeah last year. Was sorry. that the Halloween, Halloween, Halloween special? Halloween special, yeah, I was there. That was a good yeah. gig, that was. Yeah, he's, he's pretty hot in the industry right now. He uh, is, yeah. And I played on the same lineup when he was just about blow up um so so if you guys don't really know uh much about the stoke scene it's kind of it's pretty pretty good for the underground isn't it yeah definitely, definitely. uh and and people like michael bb and them it's it's tech house genre yeah. isn't it so well, michael bb had a hit in the uk top 40 um quite recently yeah wasn't yeah. It? yeah 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 so uh Back to the question. So, what's your best gig you've been to? The best gig I've and been what, to. What genre was it as well? 
Uh, it was all house and techno. Um, it was probably at Albert Hall in Manchester. Yeah. Um, it was Richie Armour that played with Darius Sarossian and just blew my mind that night. Uh, the venue, Albert Hall itself, was just incredible. Yeah. If you haven't seen any pictures or anything, I definitely recommend you looking at the. Venue. I think I think it's crazy. Like, I I love gigs around this area because the bit smaller, the more of an intimate yeah, vibe. Yeah, yeah. But I think somewhere like when I went Warehouse Project, it's it's a big venue, and that that's still pretty underground vibe because it was like an old abandoned warehouse, like, yeah. and they just use it for that kind of gigs. But I went to, I think it was an EDM gig. And they had laid back Luke and a few others, like big DJs there. I'm not sure if Olive Raldins was there or something, but next yeah. level, like it went off. But I, I always prefer going a gig, uh, like at a venue rather than a festival, because I, th I think you get a bit better vibe. Yeah. Like a festival as well, the majority of them, they, they shut early and stuff because of surrounding areas where raves you go until like six in the morning and the best thing about you meeting like many people that you've never met before yeah definitely so, and yeah. sometimes it can be annoying when you got that crammed environment but then like you were saying you meet people who, who who are into the same stuff as you and i noticed i've never had any trouble at these gigs yeah, either yeah. Yeah. like people think don't get me wrong i shouldn't really say this I, on the I, podcast I, but like People do take drugs and stuff when yeah. they go to that venue. You know, it, it's always happened, and it, I don't think he'll ever stop it. Yeah. But I've never had any trouble there. Like you said, people are interested in the same thing. I think it's the way it's perceived through the media and stuff. They make it out to be a really bad thing, but unless you go and experience it for yourself. Yeah, definitely. Uh, like, I, I've been out on, on nights out uh, at normal nightclubs, and you'll, or, or going on a pub crawl, and yeah. you'll, you'll see people starting sure. trouble for no reason. Yeah. And it just gets annoying. But like like you say, you go a rave, and people just okay. assume you've yeah. got to do that, but you it's don't. Not, like. Everyone goes for the same reason, for the love of the music, have a good time. Spe especially as well. I like I like the small gigs sometimes because people are there for the music. Yeah. Where sometimes if you go to these bigger commercial gigs, I feel like that people just jump on the bandwagon because they think... Oh, my friend's going, Johnny, so I'm going, go. Where really, some of these small gigs, people really love the the vibe and yeah, and everything. So, uh, what is your your worst gig, your worst moment? So we've had best gig. What's the worst gig? Um, it was probably because I've been playing about <coughs> now. I've been playing about on my own for about twelve months, but it wasn't really it. Um, any big venues or anything. But I had this one particular gig when I was playing out on my own at the basement in Anley. Oh, yeah, yeah. I must have been about 19. I'm 23 now, so probably a few years ago. It's a, sh it's a shame, really, yeah. for the basement. I wish I wish uh, it got a bit more publicity for what it is, because yeah. it's quite important. I, I think it's brilliant for offering new uh, artists the chance to Yeah, perform. definitely. I, I appreciate that, what yeah. they do around the Stoke scene, because... Yeah. And all the staff are nice there that obviously work there and yeah, Bobby Dana that owns it. So so go on then your worst gig. Sorry, yeah, it was. I played it. <laughs> it's alright. I played at Room Two um, at the basement, and the equipment that we were using, the CDJ one hundred or something. I think I remember you telling me it this. It was really old the uh, cdjs and was this the when CDs. we were back at college yeah 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 oh yeah and <coughs> oh so obviously i took me folder full of cds 
Um, got there, and it was just a nightmare. I, I come out sweating, literally dripping with sweat off my head. Like, Anxiety the, yeah, the roof. Yeah, oh, I was Nerds. so embarrassed and stuff. The cue buttons wouldn't work. My mixing was just out of time. <sighs> I had a, there was a few ads in the room as well, so I did have a bit of a crowd play too. Um, oh, I just couldn't wait to get out of the bloody club. Get home. That, cringe. I think that's the hardest thing with being a, G, a DJ. You, you practice at home, and I guarantee you, you're gonna have different equipment. Unless, yeah, unless you got something yeah. like CDJs and something like that, the club yeah. will have different gear. Yeah. Uh, it. I think it's a bit annoying, really. How. It. It, it does help your versatility <coughs> wise. Yeah. Uh, I, I just think it's annoying how Pioneer kind of dominated the industry for a while. Yeah. And I know it's because they made a big stamp earlier on in the industry and people just like stick by the name now. But I think it's good sometimes have versatile things in the industry yeah. and different it's, names like Alan and Heath mixes yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, anyway, so what music have you got coming out? Have you got um, anything right. new lately? Yeah, or what so have you I, I was DJing before. I started producing. I've been DJing since I was about 15. Um, I only started to produce when was, I turned about 18. And we started college. Me and Lou actually went to uh, college together. And we've gone through all the universities together oh, as well. Uh, we? Yeah, stressful time. Yeah, this is the final <laughs> year. But, um, we've got some new music coming out this year. Um, we got a single coming out on Hugo Stro, which is a pretty big. On what sorry? Hugo Stro. Hugo Stro. It's a Ukrainian label, uh, but it's probably one of the biggest in the world for minimal and deep tech. Yeah, you um, you find that a lot of your European countries yeah. uh, good on the underground, like Germany and stuff yeah. like that. They're, they're yeah, we got a single coming out on that. It's it's actually coming out on a VA, a very artist uh, album. Um, it's not too much info been released just yet, but keep you informed if anybody's okay. intrigued on that sweet yeah yeah so you can search these guys up on uh, Facebook would you say yeah Is there well, else we or? can I'll leave you all the social media details that you can upload with this podcast yeah if you want so to do that. if you want to just search Jordan 2 on on Facebook and give them a like and yeah. stuff and have a look at what they got going on yeah. so uh, what gigs are coming up in the local area and where um, like what venue are they at and stuff uh, well, there's we've just had the New Year's Eve party at the oh, underground. Oh yeah, I was there. We had I was there. Jackie and Jimmy Switch. I saw Jackie when he when he come off stage. Yeah. Sound yeah. guy. Sound He's guy. just he was on Radio One not long ago for Danny Howard, um, along with some other big artists. Um, that was a pretty good night to be fair. It was. Well, you had what was was it Bonanza at the same time? Yeah. So there was two house and techno events on in the same area yeah so it's quite a busy night really. yeah yeah i mean i've i've been bonanza once and it's it what is it vicky or uh royal musical royal musical so uh the, the only thing I, I find with that venue is it's quite a big venue yeah and if a few people leave it feels empty but the acoustics in the room sound really good and i think it's because you got all the chairs up yeah up in the top stand so it like dampens the the reverb of the room and stuff like that uh, but I went the gig you played at with Jackie and that and I like I said before I, I like that underground Intimacy. yeah it's a bit more yeah. yeah that kind of gig but I think I think the atmosphere is a bit better as well because more people go 
there for the, for yeah the purposely music. for the music and yeah. stuff rather than thinking oh it's a big venue this that the other i'm gonna jump on the bandwagon um, uh so is, is there anything else interesting coming up soon? yeah there's a uh the move i've got an event on at the spode with scream oh yeah, yeah 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 scream that's coming up soon when, when's that uh, february the, i'm not sure the date early february yeah yeah i, I saw it was um, early february the other week. that's at spode china halls uh, China Halls is an old pottery Actually, it's a big one again. Yeah, yeah, pot, yeah big uh, one. China Halls is an old pottery museum in Stoke. Yeah. Um, it's brilliant for that kind of dirty warehouse type vibe. Yeah, I think it's good as well because it's a bit bigger venue than some of the smaller ones in Hanley. Yeah. Uh, it attracts some bigger names. Yeah, it attracts it? people from out the area. Um, so I think that will be a, a good night. Scream's probably one of the biggest artists in the world it's in the electronic dance scene. Yeah. So, what you told me before, Scream. Oh, Scream was the uh, the originator of dubstep. So he doesn't do that anymore, does no, he? No, no. He's he's, uh, he's slow. He slowly crept away from that. Um. But still, take take me hat off to him because he's. He, yeah, style. he made a move in the scene, Precisely. didn't he? Dubstep, it's, you know, some people love it. I mean, yeah. I personally don't, but some people love love it, don't they? Exactly. So it's everyone for themselves. Uh, so the underground scene's quite big for the size of this city, really. Why Why do you think it is? Because like you say, we've got big cities closer by, you like know. Manchester. Birmingham yeah. and stuff like that. So why is it specific to Stoke? Like, it's quite big. I, think, I think it's... The underground scene's pretty booming still because Stoke was probably one of the biggest cities in the world for uh, dance music back in the day, the late 80s, early 90s, especially. Yeah, definitely. You had the events like Golden, Shally's, uh, all them type Well, of Golden, I went to Golden. Uh, one of the reunion. Nights. Yeah, was it November? I think it might have been late November or something. And uh, that was really good. It was at Keel Uni. Yeah. And uh, I've never been there, but it was a good scene because you had like three different rooms. You had the middle room, you had the far back room, which were playing like classic dance and trance and stuff. Yeah. And then you had the the big front room, what was playing like house and stuff like that. But it was good because just a different scene of music as well. You know, experience a different vibe because you go to these uh, house and tech house gigs and stuff like that, and then you'll go to a trance scene and it's in. It's just different energy. Yeah. You know, the music's at a different BPM and everybody's feeling... But, yeah, but just th Those type of events, they brought people like The Prodigy, uh, Carcox. Oh, yeah. Um, K-Class and some yeah. others, like. Quite big names. In fact, very big names. Yeah. When you think they play Ibiza and stuff like that. Crazy. But obviously, it's just in the history of the city, so I think that's why... Yeah. That's why... It's the way it is today still. Mm. I don't think it'll ever go, to be fair. I hope it doesn't. I don't think it ever Maybe will. Maybe it doesn't. So, we're talking about uh, the size of the city and, and, and why you think it's popular, but like we sp we spoke on a few names what have been in the city, but yeah. is there any what stand out to you? I mean, oh, I, I remember, was it last year, Pete Tong played yeah, here? Yeah, Pete, Pete Tong played, yeah, yeah. He's it, played a couple of times actually. And you know, Pete Tong is Radio Radio One's one of the top resident one DJs. Of the DJs in the world. Um, last year we had Jamie Jones. Yeah. 
would, would you say Jamie Jones because he's the is he the manager Hot Creations yeah, label he, he was he's in a band called Hot Natured and they did tracks like Benediction that was UK number one at one point um, so yeah we've had some pretty big names yeah it's, it's crazy when you think about it mm. so it's looking alright at the yeah. moment for Stoke I think it's only going to get better to be fair I hope so I hope mm. it's not it's not a phase what sticks around for a few years and yeah. then slopes off I hope it's it brings well it brings thingy to the city don't it uh, business to the city like you yeah. know money because they've got the new travel lodge and stuff yeah. is it travel lodge or premier in down Anley yeah, and obviously yeah. that, that's close to all the other gigs and stuff so yeah. you know it's good for the city helps it grow and stuff like that well the the, the last event that Pete Tong played at in Stoke uh, District 3 it's called that's just the, oh, yeah, that's yeah, just yeah. a different part of this Bow China Halls that we were on about earlier just segmented yeah, off I was speaking to because I did the tickets on the door just help out whoa yeah, yeah. Um, and I was speaking to people from like, Leeds and stuff that have come down and, and there's people with Irish accents who obviously probably travelled I remember when uh, I think it was one of the first spodes uh, we had do you remember the one with Sasha on yeah and was it Alan Fitzpatrick yeah see even Sasha Sasha's I met people huge. I think it was from Bolton or something and I'm still friends with on Facebook with him now yeah, yeah. I got talking to him and there was this lady there she oh, what was she now she was like 60 something and she was there with two of her sons and they were like 40 odd and they were like raving as a family and i was like yo this is like next level i couldn't believe it i did them all on facebook and i still talk to them now well, but that's just what the power of the music does like. yeah i love it man camera. yeah yeah definitely but uh it's a good vibe mm. uh, we're gonna wrap this week this week's episode up now and uh hope to see you guys in a few weeks time back with more uh, exciting stuff so uh catch you guys later See you later. <laughs> <laughs> Cue the jingle!